pleasure to bring to our pulpit brother and I say brother and sister Parky. I don't know if she, I hope she comes up. Yes, wonderful. I, you know, I'm always one of those people that I, I was sitting there as I walked up going, I hope she comes up and does something, but I did ask her. I forgot, so I'm glad that she stood up and came. But brother and sister Parky are the district superintendents for the Missouri district, and I'm thankful for them. And in the position that I serve in with North American Missions, I get to work very closely with brother Parky, and it is an honor because Brother Parkey, if you don't know him, he's no, he's no stranger here. He's related to people in this church. But if you are here going, I don't know who this is, this is a great man and woman of God. And they have visionary leadership for the Missouri District. We've been here almost 14 years, and we came in, and Brother Stan Gleason was our district superintendent. And then national headquarters wanted him to be the assistant general superintendent. And then Brother Scott Graham came over, and he was our district superintendent. And then headquarters took him to be the general secretary. They better keep their hands off Brother Parkey, okay? Because Missouri's just rocking it out, and people keep stealing our leaders. But, uh, but we have, he is such a man of vision and of integrity. And so it's such an honor for me to work with somebody who I have the utmost respect for, but I also consider my friend. And I know that he loves Missouri as a whole. He is a Missouri guy and he loves our state, our district. He loves this church. And even though you might not know him, he asks regularly, how are things going? He covers us in prayer. He drives by the land. There's things that we don't even know about that he, he has such a love for you, even if you don't know him. And so I'm thankful and honored to have our district superintendent with us today and, and his wife to lead us in a time of a song and whatever God lays in their heart, because I know that they are anointed and led by God for this moment on this day. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Pastor Dornbach. Why don't I give your pastor and his wife a hand? Anybody love your pastor? You're blessed at Refuge Church. The leadership of Brother and Sister Dornbach. And they are not only leading you into revival and harvest and favor, but they are impacting the Missouri district and they are impacting the United Pentecostal Church. And I thank them uh, publicly and I thank you for, for loaning them to the greater vision and mission of what God's doing for a thriving apostolic work in every community. God's helping us do it, and He's going to continue to help us, but God has given us a gift in the person of Brother Gary Dornbach, and I know he and his wife work as a team, so we thank God for her as well, but they are making a tremendous difference as our North American Missions Director. I don't think I've been here since you've been elected, so I wanted to celebrate uh, his, God's gift to us by giving us Brother and Sister Dornbach, and we thank God for them. Amen. Uh, can somebody make sure that Payson doesn't get tree nuts, but she can have she can have peanuts. So, uh, so we'll put that right there. I, I don't I don't want anything happening to Payson. So no, I won't leave that there. But uh, that's great. This this church does everything with excellence. We just need to get some better stickers. So. Why you thought my wife needed that, I don't know. But uh, we, we I peeled that off of her, but we want to make sure Payson's okay. Praise God. The Waymaker is in the house today. If you're facing an impossibility, the Waymaker is here today. Hallelujah. And we've been declaring who he is what he is what he can do and God has moved into this house to do the miraculous man I that I, I almost want to call those kids back up here that was like my prayer team I was like over here praying I feel 15 hands on me I'm like this will work yeah awesome I'll, I'll take the youth group to, on tour to sing and then I'll take the, 
the under 11 to pray and we'll just win all of Missouri and yeah it'd be great hallelujah you know what it matters what you say about him you can say whatever you want to say about me thank you for the kind remarks but but it matters what you say about him his hometown just called him the carpenter and you know what that's all he was to them but when people start calling him healer and savior lord god that that one centurion said if you'll just say the word my servant's going to be healed you don't even have to come you don't even have to show up if you'll just say it it's going to happen jesus said that's what that's what faith is all about when you start declaring who he is hallelujah he's more than a carpenter he's more than joseph's son he's more than a baby in a manger he is god almighty who came he was god manifest in the flesh in him dwelleth all the fullness of the godhead bodily any one god folks in the house in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. But that's not where it stops. It says, and you are complete in Him. Whatever you're missing, whatever deficiency you have, it's made up in the greatness of the God that we serve here today. I call him Savior. I call him Waymaker. I call him Friend. I call him God. I call him Guide. Why don't you praise him right now and declare who he is, who you need him to be. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's here to save. He's here to deliver. He's here to help you. Amen. You may be seated.
But let me tell you that Jesus cares about your need. No matter how big, no matter how small, God is able to meet your need. And your miracle can happen. Your miracle can happen. Your miracle can happen in this place. Your miracle can happen. A miracle can happen. A miracle can happen in this place. With Jesus in well, the let's stand and lift our hands to the Lord. Jesus, Jesus you're my hope. You're my help, you're my strong tower. Chains are broken, eyes are open. Miracles are in this place. Hearts are mended, graces I wish I could diagram a miracle for you. I wish I could tell you why it happens here. It doesn't happen here when we think it should. I don't understand all that, but I know he's a miracle working God. That, that lame man was laid daily at the gate, beautiful, and Jesus must have passed him in his three and a half years of ministry. But it was that day when Peter and John came up, it was his day for a miracle. Hallelujah. I don't care how long you've been dealing with something today. It could just be your, your day for a miracle that God's going to do it for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Do it in this place today, God. Hallelujah. 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 I was preaching in West Plains last month and I, I preached. I was actually leaving on a Saturday night and uh a lady and her friend were, were walking out. My wife and I were walking out. They stopped us and she said, would you pray for me? I said, absolutely, I'll pray for you. And I just grabbed her hand and lifted her hand and began to pray for her. What I didn't know is that she'd had a stroke some months before and she couldn't move her left hand. I grabbed her, it was her left hand that I grabbed and I lifted it up. She hadn't been able to lift up her hand. All of a sudden she starts shouting and saying, you know what, God's just healed me. When I got in the car, she was out in the parking lot. God knew, and God was able to meet her need. God knows what you need today, and God is able to heal. He's able to save. He's able to deliver in this house today. Amen. I'm reading from Joshua chapter 14. Joshua chapter 14, beginning in verse number Six. Then the children of Judah came unto Joshua and Gilgal. And Caleb, the son of Japuna the Kenizzite, said unto him, Thou knowest the thing that the Lord said unto Moses, the man of God, concerning me and concerning thee in Kadesh Barnea. How many know that God has said some stuff about his people? Forty years old was I when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to a spy out the land, and I brought him word again as it was in my heart. Nevertheless, my brethren that went up with me made the heart of the people melt. But I wholly followed the Lord my God. And Moses swore on that day, say, surely, everybody say surely, the land whereon thy feet have trodden shall be thine inheritance and thy children's forever because thou hast wholly followed the Lord my God. And now, somebody say now. now. Somebody shout now. now. And now, behold, the Lord hath kept me alive. As he said, these forty and five years even since the Lord spake this word unto Moses, while the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness. And now, lo, I am this day fourscore and five years old. As yet I am as strong this day as I was in the day that Moses sent me. 
As my strength was then, even so is my strength now. For war and both to go out and to come in. Now, therefore, give me this mountain. Is there anybody in this building you have a promise from God that you have not yet seen the fulfillment of that promise? Let me just see your hand. There's a mountain, there's a place that you feel like God is calling you in in life, in ministry. And and there's some things that God has put in your heart to pray about. It hasn't yet happened yet. Let me tell you, God is faithful to his word. Now, therefore, give me this mountain whereof the Lord spake in that day. For thou heardest in that day how the Anakims were there and that the cities were great and fenced. I love this next line. If so be, the Lord will be with me. Praise God. Hallelujah. If the Lord be with me, then I shall be able to drive them out. As the Lord said. Hallelujah. And Joshua blessed him and gave unto Caleb the son of Japuna, Hebron for an inheritance. Last verse. Hebron therefore became the inheritance of Caleb, the son of Japuna the Kenizzite, unto this day, because he wholly followed the Lord God of Israel. Amen. I've, our theme this year has been now. God put this message in my heart uh, at the beginning of this year. I feel like God wants me to share it with you today, and simply the declaration of now. The declaration of now. In this service today, God wants to do a now work, hallelujah, in our hearts and in our lives. Hallelujah. Clap your hands and lift your voice to the Lord. Jesus, I love you today. God, I praise you. God, I ask you to anoint my mind, my heart, my voice. God, anoint us to receive your word today and let miracles happen in this place in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Amen. And you may be seated. 45 years after a promise, Caleb circles back to this hill country. We call it, they call it a mountain in the King James. It's probably 3,000 feet of above sea level. All of a sudden, something begins to stir in him about what God had promised. Let me tell you something about God. God doesn't work on our clock. But let me tell you, if God said it, God will do it. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Something about seeing that hill country, that mountain that began to stir something inside of him. I I love the mountains. I I like to go to Colorado. There's just something about the majesty of the mountains that, that speaks to me. And uh, I remember uh, when my kids were small, first time I ever uh, drove to Colorado, we went to a conference in Colorado Springs for a pastor's retreat at Focus on the Family. We were joined there by several of our family members, but after driving across the exciting plains of Kansas, you can only see so many cornfields and I remember the majesty of the mountains as they became visible in the distance and how exciting it was to go from the plains to the mountains. But after being in Colorado Springs for a couple of days for meetings, we decided that we were going to take a family trip to the top of Pikes Peak, 14,000 feet above sea level because it was so majestic, it was so beautiful, it seemed like such a great idea at the time. We are going to the top of the mountain. Anybody want to go? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. We're ready. Let's get in the minivan and load up the nieces and the kids. And and off we went. The nieces began to sing. The bear went over the mountain. The bear went over the mountain. The bear went over the mountain. Yeah. If you've heard that song one time, you've heard it one time too many But as we begin to drive to the top of Pikes Peak, do I have anybody that's ever driven to the top of Pikes Peak? I see a few hands. 
uh, in the house. As we begin to, to drive, we, we soon found out that while mountains may be beautiful and majestic from a distance, when you start to climb them, they are difficult and even dangerous. And while we drove, the road became more narrow, the incline got steeper, and the precipice got deeper. And suddenly the singing stopped and the praying started. I won't say who was doing the loudest praying, but they were worried, and so was I. And my fingers began to grip the steering wheel as I began to uh, ask myself the question, should I turn around and go back down the mountain? Did, uh, do I have the nerve to keep driving up this mountain? And, and uh, will, will I make it to my destination? While I drove, my wife prayed. And we made it to the summit to enjoy one of the most amazing views and experiences of our life. I was so glad in that moment that I kept driving up the mountain. I was so glad that I didn't quit. Yes, it was harder than I thought, but thankfully I made it to the top. Let me tell you today that living a life of faith like mountains looks so appealing from a distance, but up close and personal, it is difficult and, yea, even seems dangerous. But there are vistas in this life and greater ones in the world to come that are only available to those who keep climbing up the mountain. you in the Lord today that everything that God calls us to do is difficult, dangerous, and even humanly impossible. But I've come to declare that with God, all things are possible. Hallelujah. Keep believing. Keep praying. Keep expecting. Keep worshiping God. Keep declaring. He is the way maker. Keep holy following the Lord for all of the promises of God in him are yea and in him amen unto the glory of God by us. Let me tell you, you can live for God. You can be used mightily by God. You can make it to the top. You can have what God wants you to have and you can be who God wants you to be. You can do this. You can make it. You can be an overcomer. But if we're going to be spiritually successful, we must remind each other of what God has spoken about His people and about His church. Hallelujah. Caleb remembered the promise of God from 45 years prior. Hey, hey, Joshua, do you, do you remember what God said concerning me and concerning thee? Hallelujah. Sometimes we don't need a new word from God. We just need to be reminded of an old word we got from God. Ooh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, I'm not looking for a new word. God, I'm thankful for an old word from God. Let me tell you, 2020 and 2021 were difficult years. But let me remind you what Jesus said about his church. He said, I will build my church. I will build my church and the gates of hell. Come on, somebody. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. The church is going to be triumphant. The church is going to come through like gold tried in the fire. You got to remind each other, hey, the church is going to be okay. The church is going to be victorious. God has it all figured out. Hallelujah. Sometimes we need to be reminded of who we are in God. Amen. You are a royal priesthood. Amen. You are a holy nation. Amen. God's hand is upon your life. 
Hallelujah. That's why we come together. Because sometimes we just got to remind each other that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And you're going to make it. You're going to come through. God is going to help you. How many are thankful for the word that comes from our brother? The word that comes from our sister. And we remember the word of God that is on our life. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise right now. Joshua, you got a word on you, Caleb. Caleb. Caleb recounted the events of when Moses asked him to spy out the land 45 years prior. They saw fruit. They came back with grapes, pomegranates, and figs. They reported that it was a land that flowed with milk and honey. They saw giants, yes. Walled cities, yes. Treacherous terrain, yes. And 10 of the 12 said, we can't do it. We are too small, and they are too powerful. Hallelujah. But Caleb and Joshua said this, we are well able. Hallelujah. We are well able. Hallelujah. They didn't deny the difficulty. Hallelujah. They didn't deny that there were giants and walled cities. They just knew. Amen. We are well able because we know who our God is. Hallelujah. Does anybody know who your God is today? Does anybody have your trust and your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ who's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us? Let me tell you, amen, just because God promises us things doesn't mean they won't come without a fight. Hallelujah. We must be willing to engage the enemy with the help of God if we're going to see a breakthrough in our lives. God is not looking for you to have all the answers. He's just looking for you to have an amen in your mouth and an amen in your spirit. Hallelujah. God, I'm just going to agree with you. I don't know how you're going to do it. I don't know when you're going to. I don't know who you're going to use to do it, but God, I got an amen in my mouth and I got an amen in my spirit that God, if you said it, I'm going to believe it and I'm going to praise you for it in advance. I think we ought to have a praise break right now. I think we ought to stop and praise him in advance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Does anybody got an amen in your mouth? Does anybody got an amen in your spirit? Hallelujah. I got a word from God, and I'm just agreeing with God. I'm just saying yes, 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 yes. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The psalmist said, let the words of your mouth and the meditation of your heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Hallelujah. Amen. I like amens when I'm preaching, but I don't need an amen like you need an amen. Amen. You need an amen worse than I need an amen. Because when you start saying amen, you're not agreeing with me. You're agreeing with God. And when you start agreeing with God, you release the miraculous to begin to work in your life. Hallelujah. When you get an amen in your mouth and you get an amen in your spirit, you say, God, I release you to do what only you can do. I release you to work a miracle. I release you to open the windows of heaven. I release you, God, to do your work. Oh, somebody clap your hands. Somebody rejoice right now. Somebody get an amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, they took a detour in the wilderness. But haven't we all? Amen. We've all had our moment in the wilderness. But you know what? God never never forsook his people. Even in the wilderness. And his promise was still alive and well. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
But here's what Caleb said in verse number 10. And now, that was then, but this is now. Hallelujah. The Lord hath kept me alive. His first declaration was to say, Behold, now I'm still alive. And if I'm still alive, then I still have purpose, and God is still working in my life. Hallelujah. Woo, hallelujah. How many know that you're only here because of the grace of God? And if the enemy could have taken you out, he would have taken you out. Hallelujah. If the trouble could have taken you out, it would have taken you out. Hallelujah. You may be here with just a little bit of faith, but you're here. You've been through the fire and you're still here. You've been through the flood and you're, you're still here. You've been through the trial and you're still here. You've been through the tempest and you're still here. Somebody needs to get a declaration of now. Behold, I'm still here. Behold, I still got a little bit of praise. Behold, I've still got a little bit of faith. Behold, I'm still believing God for great things. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We need a now declaration to reflect on what God has done to get us where we are. Any miracles in the house? Can you just wave at me? Anybody here because of a miracle? Anybody here because God brought you through? Anybody here in your darkest night you found that Jesus was there with you? Anybody that was in your prison house but you began to praise God and there was an earthquake that delivered you from your prison? I think we ought to praise Him right now. Hallelujah. You're still here because God's still working. You're here because God has a plan. You're here. Don't throw in the towel now. Don't give up now. Don't turn around now. Because if you're still here, amen, God's still moving. If you're here, the promise is still alive. If you're here, amen, God will be faithful to his word. Hallelujah. Psalm 124. If you could put it up on the screen for me. Psalm 124. And we're going to read all eight verses, and you're going to read them with me. And this is going to be an anthem of what the Lord has done. If it had not been the Lord, read it with me, who was on our side, now may Israel say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us, then they had swallowed us up quick when their wrath was kindled against us. Then the waters had overwhelmed us, and the streams had gone over our soul. Verse 5, then the proud waters had gone over our soul. Verse 6, blessed be the Lord. Let's stop right there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I thought I was going down for the last time. But blessed be the Lord, who hath not given us as prey. To their teeth. Verse 6. Verse, verse 7. Hallelujah. Our, our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken. And we are escaped. I see some broken snares in the spirit. I see some people that have been delivered. I see some people that have been set free. I see some people that when you raise your hands, you're just saying, God, thank you for pulling me out of the pit. Thank you for setting me free. Hallelujah. Look what the Lord has done. He healed my body. He touched my mind. He saved me just in time. Are there any broken snares in the house? Is there anybody that's been delivered in this house? Our soul is escaped. Verse number eight, hallelujah. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. 
Behold, I'm still alive. <laughs> Behold, we're still here. Behold, we're still worshiping the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. That was the first declaration. The second declaration was from verse 11. He said, and as yet, I am as strong this day as I was in the day that Moses sent me. As my strength was then, even so is my strength now for war both to go out and to come in. Hallelujah. We must declare our willingness to go and to fight now for what God has promised. The psalmist said in Psalm 144.1, Blessed be the Lord my strength, which teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. Hallelujah. Nehemiah, in the middle of rebuilding that wall, in the middle of the opposition that came against him, Hallelujah, challenged the people in Nehemiah 4.14, and he said, and I looked and rose up and said to the nobles and to the rulers and the rest of the people, be not afraid of them. Remember the Lord, which is great and terrible, and fight for your brethren, your sons and your daughters, your wives and your houses. Hallelujah, I feel a little fight in the house today. Hallelujah, I feel a little go in the house today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Is anybody willing to fight for what God wants to do in your life? Is anybody willing to fight for the territory that God wants to give you? Hell, I said I'm 85 years old. But I've still got some fight in me. Thank God for our elders. Still got fight in them. They may not be as strong as they were 40 years ago in the flesh, but they are powerhouses in the spirit. I know you don't have these kind of services here, but I've been in services that were drier than corn shucks, locked up like Fort Knox. Hallelujah. But there could be one elder sister with her little handkerchief, start going, Ooh, Ooh, hallelujah. I remember the day when there would be a song that would come forth and it would just come out as an utterance. Hallelujah. And all of a sudden, shackles begin to break off and the spirit things in the spirit begin to happen hallelujah because somebody said you know what amen I still got a little fight in me I still got a little fight in me it may feel a little locked up hallelujah but you just wait till I start praising you just wait till I start activating what God's done for me hallelujah let me tell you you matter to what God's doing in Liberty Missouri you matter to what God's doing in this church you matter to what God's doing in the Kansas City metro area hallelujah don't ever lose your fight don't ever lose your fight. Amen. Whatever God's given you to do, do it with all your might unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Don't lose your fight. Don't lose your go. Amen. Caleb said, I'll do whatever I've got to do to position myself to see the promise of God revealed in my life. Amen. My mother is 88 years old. She's probably watching me today. Amen. She prays for me every day. And uh, a couple months ago, I went to her house, maybe longer, it all runs together, but I preached on Friday night, I preached on Saturday morning, I went there on a Saturday afternoon, I was preaching twice on Sunday, and I was just going to spend the night, spend some time with her, and I got to her house, and, and uh, I walked in, and she's got a pair of shoes that I passed out at, at 2019 camp meeting, they have, a little, they have a little tag on them that says, Go. As I challenged people to go, I had 70 pairs of tennis shoes, and, and they took those shoes and, and, and went off, and she has them right by her front door. And I walked in. I see those shoes every time I come in. And, but I walked in, and I was tired, and, and uh, she said, you know what? Our church is having a children's revival tonight and tomorrow, and I, I, I'd love for my neighbor kids to go. But she said, I don't have a flyer. Like, Man, that's pretty that's sad. She doesn't have a flyer. <laughs> I don't have a flyer. And so I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I lay down to take my nap. And the Holy Ghost says, who gave her those shoes over there? <laughs> who preached about going? What 
you preach last night about that eight-year-old boy that came and got the Holy Ghost? When he got the Holy Ghost, he said, can I, can I have ever as much of this as I want? What about him? I said, okay, God, nap's over. <laughs> Hallelujah. I walked over, walked across the street. I found a flyer online, had it on my phone. I said, I, I'm Miss I'm Parkey. I'm her son. I'm from St. Louis. And, and uh, sh- her church is having a children's revival tonight and tomorrow. And she'd love for you to bring your kids. She said, well, I have to work tomorrow. What time does it start tonight? It was already 4.30. I said, it starts at 5. She said, okay, we'll go. This great man of faith was like, man, they said they're going to go. I walked back in the house, started looking through the curtains just to see if they really were. About 4.55, they walked out, eight of them. Her kids, her mom, her nieces and nephews, eight of them out in the front yard. I walked out and said, y'all... Going to church? Yeah, we're going to church. I said, well, well, you've never been there before. You can follow me. They said, we've got to get gas. I said, well, I'll follow you to the gas station. Then you follow me to church. They followed me to church that night. Before the night was over, all eight of them were in the altar. It wasn't my faith, but it was an 88-year-old woman of God who said, i still got some fight in me. I've still got some go in me. Let me tell you, you're never too young and you're never too old to say, I want the promises of God. I want the mountain. I want the miraculous. I want a breakthrough. I want a revival. I want a harvest of souls. Somebody get your sword. Somebody get your shoes. Somebody get ready for what God wants to do right now hallelujah right now hallelujah we're not waiting on the next building we're not waiting on the next location but right now starting right now in this service amen God wants to do the miraculous and every day amen from this day forward there ought to be an expectation that right now there's blessing right now there's harvest right now there's miracles right now God's doing it I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Why don't you pray in the Holy Ghost? Come on, somebody. Come on, intercessor. Hallelujah. Right now. Right now. I still got a little fight in me. I still got a little go in me. Amen. I'm still waiting on what God has promised me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, young people. You're not waiting till you graduate. You're not waiting till you go to Bible school. You're not waiting till you get married. No, right now, God wants to work through you. Right now, God wants to use you. Right now, God wants to make you an intercessor. Right now, God wants to make you, amen, somebody that he can use and somebody he can work through. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I believe in the faith of these children. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. He didn't say how old they would be. If they've got the Holy Ghost, they've got the same Holy Ghost I've got. They got the same Holy Ghost you've got. Amen. There's something about the faith of a child. I, I, I commend this church for turning these young people, these children loose. Amen. Because God's going to use their hands. God's going to use their voice right now. Right now. Right now. There's a right now revival. There's a right now breakthrough. There's a right now answer. There's a right now harvest for this church. We're not waiting on anything. We're walking in the favor of God. You're walking in what God has called you to do. Come on, now give me the mountain. Give me the mountain. Give me the mountain. Oh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I pray for a revival of hunger in our heart for more of God. 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 More. More. Does anybody want more? Does anybody want more? Do you want to see more? Experience more? Caleb? They'd been in Israel, they'd been in Canaan for five years. They had Jericho. They had all these other conquests and victories. It's like, why can't you be happy with that? Because I don't have yet 
what God's called me to. Because I don't have yet what God promised me. But sometimes our flesh feels provoked when the Spirit starts pushing for more. Like, can't, can't we just be happy with, with Jericho? Can't we just be happy with, man, that was pretty awesome. You know what? God's done some pretty awesome stuff up to this point. But I don't think we've seen it. We haven't seen our best day yet. Because the former and the latter rain, together, it's going to blow our minds with entire revival. Hallelujah. But there's got to be a hunger that says, I want that mountain. I want that promise. We're not there yet, so we're going to keep pushing. We're going to keep praying. We're going to keep stretching ourselves. We're going to keep, we're going to keep believing beyond our own limits. Hallelujah. 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 There's a spirit of apathy that tries to get a hold of America. Hallelujah. That tries to say, just be satisfied. Just, 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 just take what you've already got and be happy with that. But I feel something different here today. I feel something different in Refuge Church. I feel something that's stirring inside of you. It says, I'm not satisfied with business as usual. I'm not satisfied with the status quo. No. Give me that mountain. I'm giving you, you're asking for a fight. You're asking for walled cities. You're asking for giants. You're asking for an uphill climb. Yes, that's what I'm asking for. He didn't say, give me the plane. Give me the beaches. Give me the easy path. Give me something that's hard. Challenge me. Amen. What, what a group of young people. Give them a hand. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Amen. It's time, amen, to be challenged. It's time to say we're going to a new level. It's time to say, amen, everybody else may want to stay down here where it's comfortable. Amen. My friends may be doing this or doing that, but there may be times you say, hey, I'm not going to go do that because you're going to go find a place to pray. There may be times everybody else is consumed with this, but you're consumed with the Word. You're consumed with a walk with God. Why? Because God has shown you there is more than just making it through life. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. And it comes with a struggle. And it comes with a, with a it comes, amen, with, with an uphill climb. And it comes, amen, with, with giants to dispossess and walls to tear down. But here's what he said. Amen, if the Lord be with me, then I shall be able. Yes. Hallelujah. Pastor Dornbach, the Lord is with you. Refuge Church. The Lord is with you. Hallelujah. Thank God for a man of vision. Thank God for a man that's willing to take on a fight. Thank God for a man that's willing to fight some giants and tear down some walls and say, I'm not satisfied with the status quo, but I'm going after what God has put in my heart. Give me the mountain. Give me the mountain. Give me the mountain. Give me the mountain. Hallelujah. If the Lord be with me, if the Lord be with me, I shall be able to drive them out. I shall be able to drive them out. One fight at a time, one battle at a time, one prayer at a time, one soul at a time, one family at a time, one young person at a time. One day at a time, sir. You, talking to you, can drive the enemy out of the place that God has promised you.
Hallelujah. That's why we've got to have a move of the Holy Ghost. That's why we've got to have a move of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stand with me. The angel appeared to Mary and said, Mary, you've got favor. Mary, you've been chosen. It's almost Christmas time. What a choice for Mary. Mary, you're making a choice to be ostracized. You're making a choice to be thought a fool or worse. Mary, you're putting your reputation on the line. She said, how is this going to happen? And the angel said, the Holy Ghost is going to overshadow you. Anybody feel the Holy Ghost here today? And she said, be it unto me according to your word. And then she climbed the hill of Judea. I would propose the same mountain that Caleb took. She found Elizabeth. Elizabeth, like Joshua, said, Blessed art thou among women. Hallelujah. Blessed is she that believed. For there shall be a performance of those things which were told her of the Lord. Let me tell you, God's going to give you that mountain if you don't give up on Him. The Holy Ghost is going to overshadow you. My son was born visually impaired. He's legally blind. But I remember when he was about three and I bought one of those big red bats the big white ball and I took him out in the yard and I put up some bases and and I would pitch him the ball and every time I would pitch the ball to him he would miss it bothered me for him I went back in the house and I had Lisa come out and I said, Lisa, I want you to pitch that ball. And I got down beside Dylan and I put my arms around his arms and I put my hands on his hands. And I said, now pitch it. And she pitched the ball and Dylan and I swung and that ball went over the creek. And I said, run, Dylan. And he ran to first. I said, keep running. She can't catch you. (laughs) She's scrambling after the ball. Run! He ran around and slid into home base. And I said, sit. Great job, Dylan. But it was really my arms and my hands that allowed him to do so. The reality is is that anything we try to do on our own, we're going to strike out. But when we allow God to put his arms around our arms and put his hands on our hands and he says, pitch it again. Watch out and see what God will do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
How many know that you need Him today? How many know that you need His help? How many know that you need the overshadowing of the Holy Ghost? How many have a hunger in your heart that says, I want now. I want it now. I want what God has for me now. There may be some things He has for you later. There may be some things you have to wait on. But but there's something for you in this service right now. I wonder if you'd step out of your pew and come to the front of this building as a sign of faith to the Lord and say, God, be it unto me according to your, your word. Be it unto me according to your word, God. God, you've kept me alive. You brought me through the battle. You brought me through the fight. You brought me through the flood. I don't have it all figured out, but God, I trust you and I believe in you. Hallelujah. 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 Go ahead. Let him overshadow you right now. In the name of Jesus. Break the unbreakable. In the name of Jesus. God, we believe.
Brasil. 